This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 586, Being a Savage, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Wednesday, welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life. That covers personal development, productivity and life hacks, mindfulness, and minimalism, mostly, from some of the best blogs you can find. And I haven't mentioned this in a long time, but if you wanna skip over any ads, and the ending music and mention of Optimal Finance Daily from Dan and skip any mention of repetitive things like joining my email list or anything along those lines, you can get a podcast feed with all of that removed for you by becoming a patron at just $2 a month. It goes a long way to support this show and you get that benefit. So to learn more, come by oldpodcast.com slash help. For now, let's hear from Steve Pavlina and start optimizing your life. Being a Savage by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. If I were to create a resume or CV for myself, it would start out something like this. 1989, arrested for misdemeanor petty theft. 1990, arrested for misdemeanor petty theft, two times. 1991, arrested for felony grand theft. 1989 to 1991, UC Berkeley, expelled. 1992, retail sales associate, $6 an hour, fired. I try to plug myself into a system designed to mold me into a regular job-wielding citizen, but for some reason that system didn't work for me. It kept spitting me out with an error message. If you're able to conform to such an environment and be happy and fulfilled on that path, that's wonderful. But if you're struggling to fit into a system that keeps spitting you back out again, perhaps your path of fulfillment is elsewhere. Does it make sense to keep embracing a system that doesn't really want you? If you can't hold down a steady job, pay your bills on time, and stay out of trouble, it doesn't mean you're broken. Perhaps it simply means that the path you're trying to follow isn't a good match for you. Your path of fulfillment is uniquely your own. You won't get there by doing what's expected of you. You can't play by the rules you've been taught to follow. Those rules don't work for you. When you find yourself in a system where happiness and prosperity can't coexist for you, you'll sabotage yourself. Either you'll hold back and do the bare minimum or you'll do something that gets you kicked out. So why bother? Yes, you have needs to satisfy, but it's a heck of a lot easier to pay your bills when you're happy and fulfilled. It's a lot easier to generate abundant income when you feel good. And it's a lot more intelligent than sacrificing your health due to stress and overwhelm. Making money and being happy are not in conflict, although the system often makes it hard to enjoy both at the same time. Stop asking, what should I do now? That question only brings up what others expect of you. The shoulds are nothing but social programming. Free people don't have shoulds, they have choices. Shoulds don't create happiness and fulfillment, nor do they create prosperity. Shoulds are really good at creating stress though. Instead, ask yourself, what kind of man or woman do I desire to become? When you take the time to understand what this person is like, it's easier to decide what to do you'll be able to see plain as day why you and the system don't get along very well. If you wish to be a person who's free, creative, abundant, caring, honorable, and generous, then ask yourself which choices will move you in that direction. Can you see why a part of you would sabotage the cubicle job? If you desire freedom and flexibility, then avoid situations that trap, confine, or limit you. Choose a path that allows you to keep your options open. If you want to experience abundance, then don't choose a path that ensures scarcity or a limitation. Choose a path that has a shot of leading to prosperity. 
Say no to non-prosperous choices like a job with a fixed paycheck. If you want to express your creativity, then don't choose a path where someone else tells you what to do and how to do it. Choose a path where creativity is rewarded, not punished. If you want to be more courageous, then don't choose a safe path. Choose a path that will push you to stretch beyond your comfort zone. If the path won't build your courage, it is not your path. You won't have clarity about your path until you resolve what kind of person you wish to be. Now you may look at your path and say, that is not an easy path. No, it's not an easy path at all. If you want the easy path, follow the system. How has that path been working for you so far? On one side, we have the easy path. On the other side, we have the path of happiness, fulfillment, prosperity, and all the other yummy stuff you desire. If you don't totally commit yourself to the fulfilling path, you'll find yourself on the easy path by default. The easy path is automatic. The fulfilling path can only be consciously chosen. To choose the fulfilling path, you have to be ready to leave behind the comfort of the safety and numbers path and embark on a journey that's uniquely your own. You must be willing to visit places where there are no teachers, no mentors, no bosses, no parents to guide you, knowing that you're perfectly capable of guiding yourself. The easy path is someone else's path. It looks easy because it's been done before. For the same reasons, it's also incredibly boring. If you dislike boredom as much as I do, you'll sabotage yourself each time you try to follow that path. You'll realize just how pointless it is to spend your precious life doing what's already been done. Do you really want to live a rerun? Why bother? As you can see by my resume, it didn't take me long to realize that my path didn't look like that of my peers. The benefit of this kind of resume is that I didn't have the option of pretending that I could still succeed within the system. I had to choose some other path. It hasn't been easy. It's been awesome. Of course, my resume looks a lot nicer in recent years, but in all honesty, I take more pride in how it began. My past screw-ups helped me realize that I can't play by someone else's rules. I can't be happy doing what society might expect of me. I have to follow my own path and do what I believe is best. If I try to follow the system, I get really bored and listless. And when I try to compensate for his shortcomings, it spits me out as a criminal, a reject, a defective person. As it turns out, the system does this to millions of people. So is it really the people who are the problem? Being a savage isn't so bad once you get used to it. You just listened to the post titled Being a Savage by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. I do want to reiterate that if what you're doing is a common path, but it's working for you and you enjoy it, that's awesome. You should be proud of that. He did say that, but I think it needs to be said again because the off-path route isn't for everyone. But how crazy is that? I didn't know Steve was arrested that many times. He's had a really interesting life. My takeaway about this is actually from a completely different stance. It's a minimalist stance. You might not have thought about it in that light, but that's one of the ways that I took this article. Something we are told by society is that we have to follow this path. Graduate high school, then either get a job or go to college, or both. Then get a job, or keep going to school. They all end up at the job. And then you get married, buy a house, stuff that house with things that you'll use a few times a year if you're lucky. Have kids, stuff the house some more, up to around 300,000 items in the average household in the US. And maybe use 20% of those things. Is that what you want? That's fine if you do. If collections and things bring you joy, you definitely want to have kids and get married, that path, that's great. What matters is what Steve asked. Is that the person that you want to become? And try to think about that outside of societal norms. So ask yourself, 
Who do I want to be? Really think about that today in terms of your work, your relationships, and the things you buy. And before we go, and I put in the ending music and Dan's mention of Optimal Finance Daily, why not have that stuff removed for you and have all the ads removed and any repetitive stuff like this section right here. Patrons paying just $2 per month are getting episodes with all of that stuff removed for them and you can join them. Plus, I have extra bonuses for higher levels. You can get handwritten cards from me mailed to you every single month and more. Come check it out and support the show. Just visit oldpodcast.com help and that'll take you right to Patreon where you can see my page and the benefits of contributing around seven pennies for an episode. Again, that's oldpodcast.com help. Have a very happy Wednesday and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.